two, episode 41 of the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. I am B-Rob as always, and folks, football is back. We're breaking down week one games, and by we, I mean it's me, Big Dog. Big Dog, how you doing? Uh, football's back. one forward and out today. Yeah. The, a slight teaser there by Big Dog. We'll, we'll talk about that later, but Big Dog is the undefeated man. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Pat yourself on the back as much as you want to. And then we also have my father, Jeff Robbins. Jeff, how you doing? Good evening. It's good to have you both here. How great is it just to have football back on? It just—it's so nice. Normal. Such a—it's so nice to feel something that's like somewhat normal in whatever the fuck's been going on in the world. Um, Well, folks, we're gonna break down all of the um, week one games, everything that happened today. We're gonna give you a little best bet recap of how we did, and again, this will be up tomorrow. It will be on the pineapplecouch.com. You can follow along the spreadsheet of how we're doing, and you can see our picks week to week and how it goes on and all that. And when we have guests on, we'll keep track of their records as well. But so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to give you our Monday night football picks, break down the two games that are going on tomorrow. And then at the end of the pod, we're going to talk a little about the Nuggets Clippers. They're going to a game seven. That game was today. Kind of got overshadowed by the NFL, but was a good game. And then also um, we're going to talk about the Heat Celtics Eastern Conference Finals preview. It's going to be a great episode, folks. Sports are back. I never thought we'd see the day where we have a full slate of NFL games and then just a random NBA playoff game six. It was a real treat. I mean, they never overlap, really. Yeah, so it's... um. Don't forget about a little doubleheader sweep by the Padres today as well. Uh, yeah, well... Um, Baseball's I, still around. Baseball is still around. I forget who the Padres were playing. I, I just, San Francisco Giants. I'm not familiar, but... The, but, but hmm. Well, today... Eh, never mind, we won't even get into that. All right, folks, let's talk about the Rams-Cowboys. Um, That's where we're going to start. So, the Rams are going to sneak away with a 20-17 to victory over the Cowboys... And the biggest thing that everyone is going to be talking about, even though it was a great game and it was a great Sunday night football game, is the final call of the offensive pass interference on um, the Cowboys, on Michael Gallup. And Jalen Ramsey's guarding him. He kind of flops, and Gallup gets called for the offensive PI, which effectively ends the game for the Cowboys. Um, Terrible call. It was terrible. And decided I'm, the game. I hate it when the refs decide games. And it wasn't like it was an incomplete pass and they called pass interference. The guy made a great play. It was a like a 60-yard completion. Play. Yeah, and as someone who bet on the Rams as a best bet here on the final couch, honestly, I'm really glad that that bad call happened. But it was – Andrew, you were with me on the Rams too. It was obviously it was such a, a bad call. call. Like you said, to decide a game with 20, 30 seconds left. It's I ridiculous. pass interference was reviewable now. I mean, it I is, know it was but the you last only two get one a game, and I but it don't. Seems with the, but the last in the last two minutes, two minutes they happens. review everything. Yeah. Didn't they? I mean, I felt like the game was paused for a little, and they looked at it, and they still kept, came up with that. Whatever. That was obviously a, the, a I wrong don't call. So. I don't think they reviewed it. Okay. Well, you're probably right. Um, but Rams Cowboys. This again is a Week One game, so we don't want to get too over, like, give too many overreactions here. But I'm going to bring up two points here. Are the Rams back? Mike uh, McCarthy's giving his press conference right now. He does not look happy. <laughs> well, he's probably thinking about the field goal. He decided yeah. not to kick. But. That is a whole other thing. The Cowboys, they lose 20-17, to 17 and with like about six or seven minutes left in this ballgame, they had a fourth and three on their own 20 or 18, and like that they decided to run game. an yeah. out that wasn't even past the first down line to Amari Cooper when they could have tied the game at 20 with the field goal. So that's... A giant L in itself. But again, I'm going to bring back up this question, guys. Two years ago, the Rams looked through the first like 10 games of the season, looked like the best team in football. They obviously ended up making it to the Super Bowl and losing. Last year, they didn't look so good. But again, as Pineapple Couch listeners will know, they were the second best team against the spread last year. Their defensive line is ferocious. Are they back? Like, are the Rams, I think, I'm going to say this right now, I think the Rams have a legitimate case that they could win the NFC West. Am I overreacting? I mean, if I had to pick a team today, after today, it's it's the Seahawks. Jimmy yeah, I think it's the Seahawks. That's we'll think. get to the 49ers later, but I'm going to take a giant dump on Jimmy G. Yeah, I, I still I'm, just don't think the Cowboys are that good. I, that's the Cowboys the other are still thing. an 8-8 team, so, and it's like... Can, can we finally, night, you know? can we all kind of like 
get the fuck together and realize Dak Prescott is not a franchise max QB because let's talk about the people he's surrounded by. Ezekiel Elliott. Andrew, you'd say he's he's a pretty good running back. We well, would not no. be saying that. It's a popular, great offensive line. Great wide receiving core. We would not be saying that if that ref didn't throw that flag. We'd be saying Dak Prescott hit a 50-yard bomb to win the game. Yeah, but I mean, look at the weapons he has, and he puts up 17 points in a game. Yeah, he got screwed at the end, but you get screwed. You have 17 points in a game that they clearly made big fucking mistakes, and Dak doesn't take big risks. Yeah, he made the big risk, and it worked out there. The rest of the game, it's not there. They Who'd got screwed over at the Jared end. Jared Goff or Dak Prescott? Jared Goff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jared oh, Goff. Jared How many Goff. Super Bowls has Dak Prescott been to? I don't know, but Jared How Goff. many playoff wins has Dak Prescott have? Zero and zero. So let's let's Jared be Goff real here. Jared not good with pressure at all. Oh, but that's the whole thing. The, you can great – you can – Talk shit on the guys who make it to the biggest stage about how they're not great with it, but because Dak Prescott hasn't made it anywhere, it's like, oh, he's actually pretty good in the regular season. He probably would shit the bed in those moments, too. That's like the worst. I'm not saying he's great. I'm saying he might be better than Jared Goff. Well, not tonight, folks, because the Rams and your boy B-Rob gave you on a best bet. They take that ball game 20-17. to I think... I thought this when Andrew and I talked about a week ago about the Rams being a good um, bet to make the playoffs and be either a wild card. I think even more of that now after the performance Jimmy G had today. Are we going to the Niners now? Yeah, let's just get right into it. So the Arizona Cardinals were the – they weren't like the big – like I don't know. They were kind of the biggest like sleeper team coming into the season, I felt, with all the hype around Kyler Murray. They, Murray, they obviously add DeAndre Hopkins. And Historically, they, they play the Niners tough. And they come out and beat the Niners today in a game where it was very clear Jimmy G played very bad. He they, doesn't see the whole field. How many times did they go to George Kittle? He like, had four catches, forty-four yards. They did get like they were. I gotta say on. though, they were putting three guys on George Kittle almost every play. But there was there were plays on the field with Mostert down the field on one play toward the end. Um, but wait, are we undervaluing the fact that the Niners' wide receiver core is completely depleted and putting a little too much it's on Jimmy not G that. here? It, yes, maybe that's true. I mean, because come on, he who, who was out there catching patches, cat passes for the Niners today besides George Kittle? But if you don't see the whole field, it doesn't matter who's out there. And he doesn't see the whole field. He locks in on one half of the field, and he can't he can't come off it. And that's the exact same thing that happened last year in the Super Bowl. Are you out on Jimmy G? I'm completely out. When the money is down, he will not be there. I believe this is the last year on his contract. Is it Goodwill or Good Riddance to you? I think Aaron Rodgers will be in San Francisco next year. Interesting. Wow. Wow. He's a free agent, you're right. And they drafted Jordan Love. And he's from the NorCal and went to Cal. That is certainly bold. Okay, so the Niners obviously disappointed that that was a loss. But I'd Andrew, take Nick Bullens right now. The Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I, I think you have some stats on Murray. So he's twenty six for forty, two thirty yards, a touchdown and a pick. But he had he's, thirteen carries, ninety one yards, and a he's touchdown. He's good. Reminds me of Russell Wilson a little bit. He he's yeah. And I kind of think the Cardinals I, are better than people are expecting. I they, do too. I do too. You know who's really, really good on good. the Cardinals defense? Maybe one of the best pass rushers or like top three, Chandler Jones. That's right. The Cardinals is good. And we saw Fitzgerald. I mean, they still got Larry out there. Larry Fitzgerald good. is just Kenyon Drake it, did well too. Larry Fitzgerald is just not human. <laughs> the move we he made today, there was like a play yeah. he caught behind the uh, the line of scrimmage by like behind, it was like two yards behind it. And he juked and spinned his way past like probably three people who were like 22, 23, 24. And his, what is it, Larry Fitzgerald, like 37? Late like, 30s. Like, I mean, he's just, he's very good. So are we. Kyler Murray, though, going back to him, it seems to me when I watch him, yes, Russell Wilson is the, a good comparison. And he plays big in big moments, like he doesn't. I feel hit, like I trust him, already, which is the opposite of Jimmy G. Yeah. Could the Cardinals make the playoffs yes. this year? I, I think so. That's part of the. Re- Will I, I they? Think, I don't. And know, I think Kyler Murray could. can be an MVP. All right. Well, not I'm, this year. You so, do? folks, dark horse is my pick. But like, here's a programming note. So we're going to be doing podcasts for the rest oh. of the NFL season in the foreseeable future. 
where we're going to be recording on either Sunday night, Monday morning, and getting you guys a podcast, recapping the games, and giving you our picks for the Monday night, as well as anything else that's going on in sports, NBA, MLB, or any music stuff, pop culture stuff we want to talk about. And then later in the week, on Wednesdays, we're going to drop an episode Wednesday nights, maybe Thursday mornings, but preferably Wednesday nights, where we're breaking down all the upcoming games for the weekend, giving our best bets, and that's also when we're going to be able to give our futures. And so what we want to do is if you have best bets, you have futures that you want to come in and give leave a voicemail for the Pineapple Couch, you know what to do. You can get reach us on Instagram at the Pineapple Couch. You can reach us on Twitter at the Pineapple Couch. You can get at me on Instagram at Rob Stark or on um or on Instagram at Brian Robbins, Twitter at Rob Stark, and send us your voicemails. You can send it to BrianRobbins54 at gmail.com or thepineapplecouch at gmail.com. Give your picks. We're going to be tracking it all. We're super excited about that. We want to hear from the dude in Belgium. We want to hear from you so <laughs> bad. We know you're listening. We track it. And we love you. We don't. We want to hear why there is a guy in Belgium that Does he is think a loyal f- listener. We just want your take, bro. We love you. <laughs> we thank you for listening. We thank all our lis- listeners, obviously. Um, so we think that the Cardinals could potentially get into the playoffs. And I, the reason I went on that whole rant is because we're going to be giving out futures. Or maybe we're going to – Wednesday – podcast episodes are going to be about futures and i might be toying with a little cardinals future i don't know i might be toying with the rams one that's a little teaser that's what they call it in the business folks but let's get back into this weekend's games saints beat the bucks so they they handle them it's a 34 to 23 game but again it it, that even seems like that's not as close as it was um they kind of hung around until the mistakes with the Bucks, the penalties and the turnovers they just kind of really caught up. Around. That game was, it was over. The, it was early. the pick six. That just the pick six it ended it, and there was obviously one thing I I saw. So much frustration from Brady. Of I think when you look at the Brady Belichick dynamic in New England, it's fifty fifty. I'm not choosing one in particular. If I had to lean any particular way, I'd probably lean Belichick. But it was kind of funny to watch Brady play with a team that's not coached by Bill Belichick. So it's like people are fucking up. There's penalties, and he's losing his mind. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of what happens when you don't have Bill Belichick. It's like nine week of fourth of penalties for the Patriots. Yeah, sure. players travel, culture doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you could see it. There were a couple of plays where Mike Evans stopped running. Mike routes. Evans was not on the same page as Brady. I'm telling you, it's. It, I would not be surprised if the if the Bucks don't make the playoffs. I'm not saying they they won't, but I wouldn't be surprised. The Saints are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, like what? So, like, what we should keep in mind with the Bucks is they have not been—they have not had a regular off season by any means, especially bringing in a new quarterback to play with all these receivers. And their first game was against the fucking Saints. The Saints are good. Gronk did not look good. Gronk did not look good, but they also didn't involve Gronk that much. It wasn't that he didn't look good; he just didn't get maybe because he wasn't open. I don't know. I thought that. It was a little rushed, and the Bucks were looking for too many deep opportunities rather than kind of getting the offense is moving with plays down the middle that would open up the run game with play action. Is this Arians' first year there, too, or his second? No, Arians second. is second year there. He tried to fix Jameis, couldn't, and so he's got Brady this year. All right, let's go on to the next game we want to talk about is um, Seahawks-Falcons. Um, the Seahawks take care of business against the Falcons. They are going to win. Is there any doubt about that? 38-25. It was a two-and-a-half-point spread. Did Andrew cashed really, in on that on best bet. Did, did anyone think Atlanta was really going to beat Seattle? I didn't. I did Atlanta but just I, has I this, like... Hype, People always jump on the Falcons. The Falcons, off, just when you... On Matt paper, when you look at their roster, you're like, oh, this so team can Atlanta, hang around. Seattle. They're good. They're very Russell good. Wilson, Seattle, Wilson though... He travels well, too. They're great, but Seattle randomly throws up a couple weird games a year. I mean, I thought that Andrew's pick with the Seahawks was the the right pick. I didn't lean, I didn't take it, but I didn't bet on the Falcons at all. They're going to take care of business. Thirty eight twenty five. Russell Wilson throws four touchdowns. And this is a way too early thing. The favorites in the uh, NFC after the f- games we've seen this weekend. You asking me who the favorites both? In the NFC? I think I still think about the Seahawks. Andrews like the Seahawks. Um, I think that we should not count out the Niners at all for what, even though Jimmy G has these flaws that you're pointing out, Dad. That he they sucks. S- they still got That's to the Super Bowl last year. 
That's like an overwhelming. And the Falcons, problem. though, the Falcons. Watching today's Saints Bucks game, I know you just said the Saints are super good, and I kind of. The Falcons season is not over. I don't think either well, of, of the. Of course it's not. It's okay, been one obviously, game. but what I'm saying is that the Saints or Bucks did not blow me away. And yeah, the Falcons lost to the Seahawks, but the Seahawks are fucking good. The Falcons could hang around in this division. If the Buccaneers play like they did today, the Falcons could hang with them if or beat them. If you were going to pick, if you had to set the line, if they were playing next week on a neutral field, Bucks, that's pretty much a pick them. Bucks falcons Yeah. Yeah, it's a pick em. See, this is why they might not make the playoffs. They play I, those I, that's teams not as twice a year. Big of an, it's a tough division. It's not a big insult on the Bucks, but the Falcons are good. I'm, that's, I'm, yeah. not, I'm saying that's... I agree. It's not like a cakewalk, like the and AFC East has been his whole career. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the AFC East, great transition there, Dad. We're going to go through um, the Stallion. AFC East games. We're actually going to start with the Patriots, Tom Brady's former team. Cam Newton looks great today with two rushing touchdowns. The Patriots beat the Dolphins 21-11 to and um, covered the spread of a minus seven. There was a best bet from me and Andrew, I believe, yes, cashing on that. Uh, Cam Newton looked great running the ball today. Um, was getting Julian Edelman involved. The Patriots looked good. Andrew and I are so on the same page if we believe totally in this Bill Belichick, Cam Newton experiment and think it is going to go well. Ugh. And so instead of hearing, of letting you guys hear me and Andrew agree with each other about how we like this. Let's hear about, the, what'd let's you hear say about, about Jeff. Jeff? Let's hear Week about, five, I think it was. Well, Week well, five, what'd you say? Week did what's... Jared Stidham. You don't even know his fucking name. I know Cam Newton. Jared Stidham will be the Patriots starter by week five. Cam I think that's Newton, an, that's either that's an, egre- that's an egregiously bad take. No, well, we'll see. Cam Newton is going to get killed the way they were running him up the middle and into the line. They're going to kill him. Secondly, Cam Newton can't pass. He's never been able to pass. That's so not and he's true. He's an athletic quarterback. That is no longer as athletic okay, as he used that to be. That can be true, but and Cam Newton no, can pass. No, he can't. He's an inaccurate, not good. He might not be the most accurate passer, but you can't say that he's Cam not, Newton's ever been able to pass. How much Stidham? How much of Stidham have we seen? I, mean, I don't. What do you want to go watch? Like ever? <laughs> Georgia SEC Belichick games from four him. or five years ago. I'm, Belichick drafted. Stidham. I disagree. I really like Cam and the Patriots, and um, I think it's going to be. They I don't. Did not play I well in that game. They put up only twenty one points, and they all you know that they're playing the Dolphins, who are not good. But the Dolphins do always play the Patriots tough. And it's very very hard. Point. Yeah, and so let's and go. I'm not taking anything away from Belichick. I think the Stidham guy is probably going to be good. I just don't understand how you don't think Cam Newton like was good today. I think Cam Newton's. Was didn't make any like remarkable feats of passing, and the play call. But what about the fucking two crazy rushing touch? My one of them he went in untouched. What I'm saying is there were a lot. They ran him a lot. They ran him on options. They ran him on bootlegs. They ran him up the middle. He took lots of big hits. If that's their plan, Stidham will definitely be playing by week five. Cam's not a young guy, and he's been hurt a lot. He can't take that beating. Well, I guess time will tell about that. Let's talk about the other game that happened in the AFC East. I have the a request st- on this game. The Stallion and the Bills take care of business against the Jets. Um, that was another best bet from me, cashing the Bills at minus 6.5, minus 7, depending on what time you got it. Um, Josh Allen looked great today. Two, ru- two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, or it was 3-1? Two uh, and two and two fumbles. <laughs> yeah, um, you he said did, like he did miss a couple. We could have had four. Yeah, he had some shots. egregious overthrows, but, but he, he, we are they, very they pro Josh Allen I podcast. I'd like to request a request something. Couch, um, sound effect. A sound effect. In the future, when we talk about Josh Allen, I'd like to have the sound of a galloping horse. Okay. I love the stallion. I love every. He missed a guy so bad in the end zone. This and I don't care. He just will. He's a gunslinger. He throws it hard and long. He's such a beast. I love he him. He runs. I just love the guy. He's what, 22? Yeah. 23? Went to Wyoming. Cowboy. 
<laughs> um, so let's bring this up. I love this it's time. early. Patriots Bills were about um I think the Bills were at plus one thirty, Patriots are at plus one fifty before the season to win the division. The Bills are the favorite. Do we still feel it should be that way? Andrew and I liked the value at the Patriots, and I still agree with that. But the Bills did look good today, but we should we should mention the Jets fucking suck. The Jets are worse than the Dolphins, I think. Actually. Yeah, the Jets are the worst team in that division. Sam Darnold, San Clemente boy. Triton. It's over. He's not good. I haven't seen enough of him to know. I haven't seen anything that impressed me from him. Ever. Yeah, like, ever. I'm still rooting for him, but he's exactly, he's done nothing. And he had, well, we had Mona the first half of last year. So, too, so. wait, wait. You, guys, Bills or Patriots? Bills defense is I'm really taking good. Patriots still. I'm Patriots? Patriot, I'm Patriots. Win the division, I still think Patriots the Bills, Bills. I think culture carries over. It's and a I think coin the, flip for me. I think the culture of the Bills is they're going to screw up and the Patriots will still find a way. I'm on a coin. I'm, I'm I'm with the Patriots as well. Still, I want to go to the Bills so bad, and I'm. I gonna, wouldn't be surprised if either happened. But I think both are. I think it's very likely that the Patriots and Bills are both in the playoffs. That's why the Stallion is so great because it could come down to him, like having to do something to win it, and he will either make the most incredible play and win it, or screw up so horrifically that you won't forget the it. Yeah, last yeah. Year? That's I just. Got to get the galloping horse. Okay, well, I'll add that into this episode. Don't you worry. We'll have that going. Um, and we'll, we're gonna we're gonna throw all the games today, so you guys know what happened. But we're not gonna touch some as much. The Bears with a nice comeback against the Lions. Um, the Bears. I am looking for it on the screen. What the score of that game is? Twenty-seven to twenty-three. Dude, he threw Vince Trubisky threw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It was uh, very critical of him for three quarters. So, yeah, so. here's what the thing. Last week on the podcast, I was kind of drinking the Trubisky juice. I was like, what if he, he beat Nick Foles for the job? Maybe he's good. And then the first three quarter, I was like, Jesus, I'm going to fade the Bears for the rest of the season. And I can the- only think about one thing when I think about Mitchell Trubisky, and it's his workout before the draft. <laughs> that And what happened that made them take him before Pat Mahomes? And Deshaun Watson. It's literally all I can think about when I see him on the field is what happened that day. I mean, did Pat Mahomes not show – did he, like, try to screw it up when he went? What did Mitchell Trubisky do that could make you watch the two of them for an hour or two on your own practice field and say, I'm going with Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge mystery. I just think that you can look at the history of the Chicago Bears franchise and just they – have the worst quarterbacks maybe of any franchise ever. Browns. If you add up, okay, yeah, the Browns. But the Bears are a like a prestigious franchise. They have yeah. the worst QB collection through their history the of all time. Good quarterback was Jim McMahon. And how good was he? Was he like MVP? Oh, no. Oh, oh, when he his problem was he couldn't stay healthy. When he was healthy, he was as good as anyone I've ever seen. How long did he play for? Only he had like a four or five year window. Okay, so that's still pretty bad for a franchise prestigious as the Bears that you literally have no good quarterbacks besides Jim McMahon. Yo, you had incredible. Rex Grossman when you went to the fucking Super Bowl in 2007. I mean, they just, they're they just like they, Chargers they, kickers. Yeah. It's just and, a never-ending parade of doom. It, yeah, so um, Bears come back win over the Lions. Stephen Young's probably very Poor sad Matt about Stafford. that. Matt Stafford is... <laughs> Here's here's a thing before we go to the How next about game. the rookie? Oh yeah, DeAndre Swift oh. that just what dropped the winning pass. Oh, like yeah. such it wasn't oh. even like oh that was like, you know, it's a kind of a tough pass. What? No. He was that was fucking hit him in the numbers. Hit him in Matt Stafford is he I complain about how people like don't give Rivers a fair chance and whatever, and I'm biased in that way, but I do think it's a little true. Matt Stafford, that is so true of too. Holy shit, the dude, his whole career has just been getting fucked over. What did he do? What did they? What did Matt Stafford and Philip Rivers do? do? Like, why do the football gods hate them so much? Because Matt Stafford, let's go. Is a good quarterback. DeAndre Swift is so glad that was a home game. And he doesn't have to fly home on a plane with the team. Oh my that. god, that's such a tough first game as a rookie. His DeAndre first Swift, game, he kind of looked, he kind of looked decent throughout the game today too. I drafted him in my a lot of hype. League. Georgia running back, but um, I like him. Tough, tough, tough for Stephen Young. Maybe Stephen will um, give us a call. What do you think that guy DeAndre Swift is doing right now? 
How, how much do you think Stephen Young hates DeAndre Swift right now? He shouldn't because DeAndre Swift is going to be good for them. That's true. That's true. How about Adrian Peterson still <laughs> getting I was thinking ball. about this today, and I was curious what you guys think. Carries. I was thinking about, like, who are the best football players I've ever got to see for an extended period of time in my entire life? And number one, I have Tom Brady. And then number two is... For me, it's is it it's probably either like AP or Peyton Manning, Randy Moss, like AP's, Adrian Peterson's the best running back I've ever seen, and he's still so good. He's one of the oh Fitzgerald too, yeah. He's one of the top and, uh, five Leo just Jones. physical specimens I've ever seen. I mean, he's up there with like Bo Jackson. What was that scene? Oh, you you guys remember the show The League? Yeah. So you remember Ruxin, that character? Of course. And he drafts Adrian Peterson, and he literally is going, and his golden chestnut calves <laughs> are going to take something like that. Oh, great show. Missed True. That. that show's not going on anymore, right? I don't believe so. I don't think so. Um, Didn't okay. one of the guys get in trouble for pretending to be like at 9-11? Really? Like Kevin, one of the characters. Kevin did? Yeah. Not in the show. Like in, in real, real life, life. Well, the actor like told some big story to everyone about all this drama he went through on nine eleven. It was all <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Jags are going to take care of business against the Colts. Is Philip Rivers cursed? I yes, think. Yeah, he, he did is. Something horrible. He, He's got okay. a curse on him. I don't know what it is. He's got <laughs> he nine did. kids. Wholesome guy. He's like the most cursed guy ever. He did play bad today. <laughs> he, pl- he, yeah, he did. He played bad. I'm I'm here. I love him more than anything. He did not have a good day. He didn't get any help from some of his teammates. T.Y. Hilton had a couple drops that I thought were huge. The Marlon Mack injury is something that is going to affect what them going. What happened to Justin Thomas? The running back they drafted. Jonathan Taylor? JT, close enough. Jonathan Taylor, he had um eleven fan- or eight fantasy points. They he didn't do much. Naheem Hines, Hines was the guy they were using. Um, and Naheem Hines had in the second half one of the most egregious mistakes I've ever seen in terms of clock management where the Colts are driving trying to get a field goal to close up this game. We saw how important that was. And the dude tries to juke to get an extra yard with like 17 seconds left. And it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Gardner Minshew, though, looked really good. And he's what I think is funny is he was ranked as the worst quarterback, starting quarterback heading into this year in the league. And I don't think that's true. I'm not saying he's like amazing. Yeah, I disagree with that too. I'm with you. He's a gamer. He plays. He, I like him. His teammates love him. Like I don't like. He belongs in the 70s. He his hair's gotten a little the longer mustache, this year too. It's fucking phenomenal. The, like, unbuttoned shirts that like expose his chest hair. We've seen him wear those. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, he wears jorts. Winnebago's around the USA. He needs a big gold medal. All right, so the Ravens take care of business against the Browns, too. The Ravens beat them 38-6. to Um, Not going to go into this too much. Browns suck. Is Baker Mayfield a bust? I know I had this argument. I'm I'm accepting defeat in the Baker-Lamar argument completely. I don't know, but ODB took a dump. Oh, Yeah, they really laid a steamer there in Cleveland. <laughs> a Cleveland steamer from ODB. I mean, how that fucking classic of that is that's the type of I rumor can't. that comes about you and you're literally on the Cleveland Browns I so you can have the Cleveland, Cleveland steamer. angle together until you said that. That makes it so much better. Um is Baker Mayfield or what what are we is it are we about to kind of give up? He doesn't look good in a year to me. So. You know, for me, I almost think it's just the Browns. <laughs> like, what if you took Baker Mayfield and put him on the Patriots? On the Jets. What, who would be better? Jets is almost as cursed. Because <laughs> it's like Sam Darnold and yeah. Baker Mayfield. Who would you rather have? Um, I mean, but I'd he still, does have I'd lean talent. Baker because he he's just shown more. He has talent at the skill positions. He has Jarvis Landry. He's got a has better team, too. He's got Kareem Hunt. Their got defense David isn't Joku. horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's just... They got crushed by the Ravens. The Ravens are very the good. opposite of the Browns. Yeah. Stable, well-coached. All right, and let's rattle out through a couple more of these. The Raiders take care of business against the Panthers, which was a surprisingly good game. Um, the Packers beat the Vikings pretty handily. Uh, that was a best bet there for Big Dog. Congratulations so, on that. Okay. I take Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins. Same. Kirk Cousins, what's wrong with him? He looks awkward playing quarterback. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like the guy. 
He sometimes plays really well. He's weird. It's I can't figure it out. He's not. Vikings are he's, good. He doesn't too. have it. They I should think be. They should good. be really good because they've got Cook. I think they have a good. Kirk defense. Cousins is like a little bit is like a a little bit better version of Matt Schaub. <laughs> no, he's not. He's better than Schaub. A, a little he's bit. Had, you look at his career. I mean, he's. It's just something's missing. What What about know. Kirk Cousins' career? Is what are we What are we pointing about about how good he was? Prime wasn't that games. good. He wasn't that good. I mean, he overachieved games. in Washington on some really bad teams. But overachieved that just means he he didn't make the playoffs. He did in in Minnesota. Okay, that's not on Washington though. No, but I mean that was when he got his chance to go play on. You know, he signed his big deal. And... Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um. I don't know. I'd like him to be. I, I feel like he should be better, but he's just not. The Washington football team beat the Eagles. Is that it, what we call them? Yeah, the Washington football team. I think it's they're honestly. In first place, the Washington I honestly think it's team. so fucking hilarious that they're called the Washington football team that I want them to always have their name be the Washington <laughs> football team. The fact that their end, bone set, end zone says the Washington football team and that the fact that the coaches are wearing hats that says Washington football team. They should do the giant. It's a meme. It's a meme, and I love watching it. It's they hilarious. should do the giant douche turd sandwich choice election. Or they could go back to the Redskins logo and just put a cock on it like Cartman in South Park. It would be great if they just got some horrible troll. What are they going to call themselves? It's going to be stupid. It's the Washington football team. No, they're going to eventually name it. I petition that they. I petition they keep no the Washington football team. They're they're serious. They don't give a fuck about your mascots and that lame shit. They're a football team. They're All right, first place. Football. Last yeah. game we're gonna talk about. The Chargers beat the Bengals today. Um, just like an all-time shank job by the uh, the Bengals kicker to have that game not go to overtime. Joe Burrow looked good. Made some good passes. Obviously had that good run. Um, I mean, like. The Chargers beat the Bengals sixteen to thirteen. What Bengals won to be? two I, games. I, I kind of wish we lost because I kind of want just or I don't know. I don't know what I want. I just like Justin Herbert is not ready. I just want Anthony Lynn to go. You, to the the moon. last thing you want Justin Herbert to do is go out there. I know. I just want Anthony Lynn to get fired crushed. six games into the season. So looking at our best bets from this weekend, um, we have uh, actually we did really good, Big Dog. So, um, Big Dog was our leader. He had a 4-0 record, and he's up four units. Again, we're going to have the spreadsheet on thepineapplecouch.com. Big Dog. Great, great weekend for the Doug. His, did you follow your own advice? And I was 4-4, four for four, yes. I did nice. follow my own advice. And you limited yourself to only your yeah. picks you felt good about? My four mm-hmm. picks. That is a professional-style gamble right there. Yeah. He's not battles, gambling for you know. fun and pleasure. He's, he's gambling for profit. For win. <laughs> he's our shark here on the Pineapple Couch. And then your boy, your host, B-Rob, I was 6-3 and three today, up 3.15 units. Again, you can check that up. And hopefully if you guys send your picks, we can have, like, the listeners, you guys could have, like, a, a record or something like that. And Dad will get your picks. You'll be added to that as well because we're going to do the Monday night football picks. So your um, philosophy, Andrew, is to pick the ones you feel strongly about. Well, I give the best and Brian, My you're more picks. of an analytics guy, and you're just gonna bet everything and hope that okay, overall okay. You're I'd like end up. I'd like to say I am not an analytics guy. I don't mean analytics, but I mean you're gonna. Use I'm just the law look- of large numbers and bet them all and hope that your overall record is that the theory. Sure, I just kind of like as or we're talking degenerate. As we're talking about the games, I'm just kind of like, ah, fuck it, I'll lock that. And you know, if you if you ride with me. We're going to the promised land. We're six and three up three point one five units. We got some futures coming on Wednesday. The pineapple couch audience. We're up seven point one five units this weekend. And we're coming into Monday night football. And we're gonna give out some best bets right now. So we got the first game. I just like how you're glamming on to Andrew's perfect record this weekend. Like, we did really well. You went six and three. Six and three up three point one five units, hitting that nice money line on the Rams. You looked at my card and said you disagree with everything. Did you go three and six? So shut the fuck up. I won money this week. Yeah, and then you probably lost more. No, uh, I didn't. I, <laughs> ended up, I was up ten dollars. No, up ten dollars. Well, ten dollars is uh, not three point one five units. Um, so why don't you make a pick? 
We have Monday Night Football. Do we go through all the games? Yeah, that's all. That's all of them. We got the Monday Night Football games. We're going to talk about now. Pittsburgh versus the New York Giants. Pittsburgh's favored by six points. The over under is forty five. Um, Andrew and I kind of talked last podcast how we're kind of buying into that Steelers hype, thinking that Big Ben is going to have a nice year and make Juju Smith Schuster look a lot better. James Conner's going to get the run game going and get just like a lot of their other um, receivers, tight ends involved. They get Eric Ebron um, facing off against a pretty shitty Giants team in Week One. Six point favorites. Uh, Andrew, Dad, uh, Andrew, we'll start with you. What do you like in this? Again, it's over under of forty five. I like the Steelers minus six. You like the Steelers minus six? Is that going to be a best bet? For our yeah yeah for our gonna, Monday yeah yeah we'll all right Steelers so tomorrow. Andrew's going to take Steelers minus six. Dad, what do you got on this? What's the over under? Forty five. Uh, I like, I like. There are two bets I like in this game. I mm-hmm. like the Steelers minus six, but I like the under more. Okay, Dad is going to lock it. So are you, which one is your best bet? You know, one or two on this? The under. So you're going to take the under um, 45. Well, folks, we got some controversy right now because I'm about to give my pick on this game. I think this is the easiest over of all time, and it's a joke. What the – the Giants are going to stop Big Ben and the Steelers and this rejuvenated team. I just think the, I think the Steelers, Steelers could score 45 points. I don't think the Giants are going to score. I think I just think the Steelers are I good. love put it in best bet for me. Pittsburgh New York Giants over 45 points. I already put it in. That's going to be a best bet. Um and the other game we have is Tennessee versus Denver. Uh Tennessee the Titans are favored by 3 after that nice playoff run to the AFC Championship last year. Um I'm going to all-star. I have another best bet for me. I'm going to give out three plays tonight. Tennessee minus three. I love that. I love it. Mike Vrabel's got his guys ready. They're going to run the ball. They know what to do. They have some momentum from last season. I don't hate the the Broncos this year. I actually kind of – I like what they've been doing. I like Drew Locke. I kind of like their team. But Tennessee minus three, like that, I think that should be like a a six-and-a-half, seven-point spread. What do you guys think? I got Titans minus three. Same kind of reasons. I just I think the Broncos. It's gonna take Drew Luck a couple of weeks to kind of get some repetition in there, and I think the Titans are they're ready to go. I think Tennessee is gonna crush them. I don't. Th- I think it, it should be a much higher line. I'd even look at going on to Bavada at the alternative lines, Ooh. where you can give six and a half. And you probably and get, get better pl- off. Way you better get like odds. a plus two hundred probably out of I that. I mean, I think Tennessee. I really like Vrabel. I, I like the really Titans like the this Titans year. Too. They're really Especially well after seeing the Colts this weekend, and we were kind of high on the Colts going into the season. I If the Titans can have any, like, be kind of close to what they were doing last year, they're going to roll. I think they're going to roll against the uh, Broncos tomorrow night. And I got a got a special teaser for you guys to give. I'm going to give out three plays tomorrow night. I got a teaser for you. Let me see what you guys think of this. Um, and listeners, this will be a best bet. So I already had put out Tennessee minus three in Pittsburgh. Uh, versus New York over 45. Here's a teaser for you. I'm going to tease it six points. It's a six-point teaser. So the Steelers are minus six. I'm going to get that to a pick em. Steelers pick them. And then that also what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that Tennessee-Denver. That's at 41. And I'm going to tease that down to 35. So it's I'm taking the Steelers in a pick 'em versus the Giants and Tennessee Denver over 35 points. That's two units I'm going to put down to win 1.65. What do you guys think? It's very complicated. Not really. You're just Steelers doing a teaser win. to Steelers have the Steelers win in a pick 'em and then over 35 points. Yeah, that should work. If you, I feel like I can't lose that. I can't lose that. There's going to be over. If you bet the Titans minus six and a half. Plus one fifty. I would do that, but I'm not. Are you going to give that as a best bet? I mean, best bet. That's going to go will, on your record. I, that's where I will be. So, are you going to put that on your record for the pineapple couch? What are your bet? We're going to go through them right now. My best bets. I'll say them at the end. But what so are your? What are the rules for that? I mean, you I what? You what are the rules bet on each game? What's this best no, bet category? best bet means like you can give your leans on a game, but what do you want to put into the record? But what bets will you be placing that you want to be tracked of? That's how you give out picks. What well, g- picks are you giving? I wouldn't out? give out a pick that I wasn't going to make. 
All right. Well, then give us your picks then. I don't understand why this is confusing. Well, I did. I said Pittsburgh minus six. Okay. I said the under. And I said we are recapping, Tennessee so the Riz- minus three is super easy. But my recommendation would be that you give up six and a half and get the 150 money line. So are you going to take both the minus three and the six and a half on your scorecard? Yes, I am. Okay. So you have Pittsburgh minus six, the under in Pittsburgh. Um, 24-17 Pittsburgh is going to be that game. Okay. So you have Pittsburgh minus six, the under in Pittsburgh, New York. The um, Titans minus three and the Titans minus six, six and, and a half, half. which is going to get you good odds. So we'll have all those numbers up um, on the spreadsheet, folks. And so, Big Dog, recap your picks for it's tomorrow night. Steelers minus six and Titans minus three. All right. And, again, I have the Titans minus three, Pittsburgh Giants. Um, that's going to go over 45 points. And then the teaser with this, which makes the Steelers a pick 'em, and then Tennessee Denver over 35 points, two units to win 1.65. How fucking great is it that we're talking about football and gambling? Oh my god, oh my god, it's great, gentlemen. It's nice. It's really nice. They're not talking about COVID or any of that stuff. Did any stadiums have fans today? I mean, Kansas I like City. Browns. Kansas, I think there's, there's eight stadiums that are doing this. I think maybe the Browns. Or they were. On the I, there was. It was very few, but a couple did. Yes, like the Saints didn't. The and, a, and like uh, the L.A. Uh, the Rams didn't. Um, but I did. The Bengals have fans. I have no idea. I don't remember. But it, I, no. I saw like spurts of it. Whatever. All right, let's get into another sport that definitely has no fans. We're going to talk a little bit about Nuggets Clippers game <laughs> that was seven. A better segue than okay. Shut the up. Last one. Um, Nuggets Clippers. Clippers are favored in this game seven. That's going to be on Tuesday by seven and a half. The Nuggets really just fucked up the Clippers in the second half today. Dominated the third and fourth quarter. Probably that not that many people were watching because football is going on, but. The Nuggets with Murray, who had dad. I know you and I are both super high on Jamal Murray. Jokic, who's a proven just stud. We expect it from him. In the emergence slowly of Michael Porter Jr. And then the de- defense of Gary Trent. Could the Nuggets beat them in Game 7? Do you think that's going to happen? No. I think Kawhi is going to win Game 7. But I, do too. I will say that Jamal Murray is a big dog. Sorry, Andrew. He <laughs> takes big shots, plays big, isn't afraid of anything. Sooner or later, this guy is going to be winning these kinds of games. I'm just not sure if it's yet. But they have more. They also have Gary Harris. Mm-hmm. Great defender. Good. Millsap. They're a steady pro. They're a good team. Great coach. I love Mike Malone. They're better than I thought they were before this series started. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I thought the Clips might lose a game, maybe two. But I thought they'd handle them. I mean, They're giving them everything they can handle. Could they beat the Lakers if they yes. beat the Clippers? Do you think yes. they beat the Lakers? Yes. If you can beat the Clippers, you can, I think, easily beat the Lakers. Um, here's a question out of the blue. I like the Clippers to wrap it up in Game 7, too, probably because solely because of Kawhi, but I do love what the Nuggets have done this postseason. I think they're going to be a, a, a very real team the next four to five years with this squad. Um Whose stock has been raised more in these NBA playoffs more than Jamal Murray? Has he been the guy who is... Tyler Hero. Jimmy Butler, maybe. Jimmy Butler. Was, I think he's good. How much higher could he raise it? I love that guy. Mm-hmm. No, I love Jimmy Butler. But, but I, somebody, I, mean, Jimmy I think it's Jamal Murray. For 10 Tyler Hero has been good, but not like not, the not level like of Murray. Not like 50-point games in a seven-game series. And then taking it to the Clippers and battling, and he has a, such a sweet-looking jump shot. I think it's him. I He's agree. Been, I agree. Yeah, and I I'm trying to think. I'm going through all the like. It's not really close. I mean, Donovan Mitchell and Luca played well in the first round, but their teams didn't advance. So I do think it's Jamal Murray. You put up two fifty point games in a seven game series. Isn't he like the first guy ever to do that? I think he's the first guy ever that did that. He had three. Did he, he have had the forty seven in another two or something? I mean. He's a he's a, a lethal scorer. And those were big games, big shots. Because mm-hmm. that Utah series was tight. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. But in. I think Kawhi will win Game Seven. So do I, Andrew. You on the same page? Kawhi. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew, we got the Heat versus the Celtics here in the Eastern Conference Finals. Before we go into that, I don't think it'd be fair 
to you, to me, to the listeners, if we didn't get your perspective as a Bucks fan after the this just mel- another meltdown in the playoffs, I'm it, it does not give me pleasure to say this to you. I it does me. <laughs> the Bucks. The Bucks they suck. aren't. They suck. They suck. So what? What? What's the, what's the, the problem? What is a fan? What are you thinking? I mean, they suck. So the, I I love Giannis. Mm-hmm. He's a number two, I think. He is his his sixth seventh year in the league. Last year they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. This year they have the best record again. They lost in the second round, and they were supposed to walk through. They didn't just lose. They got they lost four to one in the they second exposed. round. No Kawhi Leonard. No superstars really besides Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler's others. better than Giannis. In the, right if, now, in a playoff is. series, maybe he over is. the course I, of the season, rather have Giannis. But if you're going to a playoff series, you'd rather have Jimmy Butler. He can control a team better right now. He's an alpha. Jimmy Butler's an alpha. I don't know if he's better than Giannis, but the where where he's better than Giannis is between it's the fourth the ears. quarter. You, you can rely on him to take shots. And it's not a shot at Giannis for being like dumb or not a good player. It's just Jimmy Butler knows how to win. And I think Miami is a great place to play for smart players. They have Spolstra. They have Riley. They don't. I mean, remember when Jimmy Butler left Minnesota because he just, like, thought they were a joke? Yeah. Look where he ended up. Miami. Probably the best spot for sure. None of that stuff that was going on in Minnesota would fly in Miami for a day. Mm -hmm. Let alone, like, when he was in Chicago or Philadelphia. Um, So... What moves do you want the Bucks to make in this offseason, Big Dog? Like what? Like I, mean, I don't know how much cap space they have. They, they don't have much. You're gonna have to trade Lopez, some players. They, do, they signed like bad, like okay players, yeah. and they have too many. Like Bledsoe is a waste. Lopez is a waste. Middleton's a giant overpay. Middleton, he's getting paid a lot of money. I would want. Chris Paul right now because I think he's on the market and I think another superstar that would be the guy I'd want. I I like that. I like that. Because I I think he's an alpha. Because Chris is hungry, Giannis is hungry. They both had the same success. Maybe them two together. How do you make that trade to how? Let's think right now. How do you get the Thunder to give you Chris Paul? Because that is a big contract that maybe the Thunder want to get rid of. They fired Billy Donovan. My I think Milwaukee's a classic small market team. They're going to lose the honesty. They're not going to attract free agents to go there. So if I were the GM, and it would not be popular, I would turn them – I would do what Danny Ainge did. I would turn Giannis, Middleton, Lopez, all those guys into as many and as high of draft picks as I could get. Because you think Giannis is going to lose. They're never going to win with this team. That's true. They're not going to draw the type of free agents they need to make this team championship caliber. The only way you can do it is through the draft. Look at the Denver Nuggets. True. The the old Sacramento Kings. I mean, you can maybe, if you're right on the edge of winning the championship, pull a guy like the Cavs did with Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Or that was a trade even. They didn't even yeah, they traded in the number one pick, Andrew Wiggins, for Kevin yeah, Love. So they didn't even pull any free agents there. It's tough. Um, isn't Chris Paul available? Didn't they make that yeah, available? He's going to be available. It's just like when you look at the Bucks' salaries and like the Thunder, what would the Thunder – they're not going to look to lose on the Chris Paul trade. So them taking Middleton and Lopez I don't think is beneficial to them. So that's when you think about draft picks, and I don't think the Bucks have an enormous amount of draft picks. And it's just tough when you're a team that is always – like when you're a good regular season team, they're literally the Hawks. They're the same. Paul's yeah. an Hawks. intrigue. That I hadn't thought about him there. That's insane. I, if I they can pull it off, perfect. I just don't know how you do it. I don't think you can. And is it Middleton and like five first round picks? I mean, if I'd go they have how many first round picks do the Thunder already have? They got like four or they five got like for Paul George. Six or seven. Yeah. Jesus. Um. Okay. Well then. Bucks, they got some questions to answer this offseason, but the Eastern Conference playoffs. But that's what I'd do if I were the Thunder. But how old's Chris Paul? He's not re-signing 35. there. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I would like, trade Chris Paul tomorrow. His value's high right You go to the right East now. and it could be Chris Paul and Giannis, and that's a shot. I think that's the move to make, definitely. Let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals, though. Heat, 
Celtics. Game one is going to be on Tuesday. The Celtics are favored in game one by a point and a half. I think this this series is going to be a dogfight. I see. I think the smart play is to say I'm going to give out the Celtics, but fuck that. I think the Heat are going to the finals. I think they have something special about them. I think that they're such a good defensive team, and then their role players, the way they play. I mean, you're, we're talking about, like, Goran Dragic is not a role player. He's a great player. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, the way those two guys have been playing. Jimmy Butler, we said he's an alpha. Bam Adebayo, Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, you name it. I'm I'm going to take the Heat in this series. What are your guys' thoughts? Um, the Heat. I think the Celtics have too much talent. I think with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart, they have enough to... And Kemba Walker. And Kemba Walker. They have enough to put some really, really good defenders on guys like Tyler Hero and the the other... Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. So they're they're not going to get the same kind of looks they got. And... um, Bucks do would I, do I think it's going to be a tough season. series? Yeah, I do. The Heat are tough. It's going six or seven. I I could easily, but and in a I game seven, I'm taking is. Jimmy Butler. I don't know if you get to a game seven, and uh, Tatum just had himself a nice game seven. It's true. It's going to be a Denver great. Denver and the Heat play in the finals. Will anyone see it? We will. We'll enjoy the I fuck mean, out of it. Besides people like us. Just the 1%. Especially with the I mean, NFL the season going on. The refs are not going to let that happen. Yeah. Um, I think... Do you... Uh, do you think the refs are going to try to, like... They, are the Clippers... Aren't the Clippers cursed? Do they think the refs really want the Clippers over the Nuggets? I mean, I know they want it, but they're not going to do anything. Do you Clippers think are the still NBA cursed. wants the Lakers-Celtics? Yeah, more than anything more in the world. anything. That would be such a fake fuck. Oh, fuck that. Fuck LeBron. All right, um... NFL Week 1 is almost in the books after these Monday Night Football games. It's so good to have it back. Again, you can check the pineapplecouch.com for the spreadsheet of all our picks. And you can leave voicemails, send in your picks, and we'll start doing stuff like that. And we'd love to have people on to come give out their picks as well Belgium as like a guy. guest host. Belgium guy. We want you. Um, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Big Dog. Always a pleasure. Um, we'll see you guys later this week to preview Week 2 and probably talk some more NBA. See you next time.